Hello and welcome to Concert Cast number four. <laughs> Presented by the Northland Symphony. This week brought to you by Richard and Shay Henderson. Jim, it is concert four already. Uh, it, um, People uh, are driving right now to Daily High School. I hope they are. Getting excited, wondering, Man, Maybe they're listening to this a hear? couple days before. Well, it could be. Yeah. But if, they, if they're doing that, they're probably listening to it again Okay, on Sunday. Well, um, I can't believe we're already um, this far into the season. Uh, and it's hard to believe that like a year ago we were doing Hellsberg Hall, which is just kind of fun to think about, right? I know. Um, amazing what a year uh, can do. But uh, I'm super excited about this program for a couple reasons. Um you know, in my 21-year tenure with the orchestra, we've never done Swan Lake. So this is the first time in two decades we've done the music from Swan Lake. Um, we haven't done the, the cello concerto. We've done the Brahms. Um, so let's start with the pieces. So we're going to start the concert off with the uh, Suite from Swan Lake by right. Tchaikovsky. And that's the only one I play on, and therefore the only one I'm concerned about. <laughs> so we'll, we'll talk about that one that I'm leaving. No, that's right. Just then, like the concert. Then, <laughs> then John's out of here. Um, so... Um, Obviously, I think most people know about the ballet and Swan Lake, and uh, it's got some... In the movie. Sure. Um, it's got um, great themes. I mean, people are going to know the vast majority of these themes. If you don't think you know them, you know, you know them. them. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting about this suite and what I want to talk about today is that this, there, are, there are several different versions of the suite. So, uh, you know, the ballet is quite long, so the suite, concert suites are a collection of different movements taken from the ballet, and... Um, What's interesting is that uh, Swan Lake premiered. It was, it was okay. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like a huge success, and it wasn't. It didn't bomb, but it was. It just, wasn't a Hamilton. No, it wasn't a Hamilton. <laughs> and so, um, uh, there was some talk afterwards. Tchaikovsky had talked about um, making a suite, uh, which was kind of a common thing to do, and also kind of helping get the music out there. But um, he exchanged some letters about this with a editor named Jurgensen, and. Um, he, it didn't happen before he died. Um, so they it, it talked about some things, and so uh, a couple things happened. Shortly uh, after that, there was kind of um, – it, it got really successful. People really liked it. Um, and so they started – they did the suite. And so some of you who know the suite, this is why I'm telling you this, is that you might – this ours is different. Mm. So there is a six-movement suite. There is an eight-movement suite, and ours is nine. <laughs> So, um, and part of the part of this has to do, which means it's better. Um, part of this, has, so so in the nine movement suite that we're doing, some of the it's in a different order than you may ex- encounter it in the other suites. Right. So what? Yeah. Give us the well. Here's the, the wise behind well, all this. You know, the first suite, the six movement suite, is kind of what was talked about to Tchaikovsky in some letters, and and you know was done posthumously after he died. And then there was three other movements that were really popular that people liked. Um, one of the things that I struggle with um, is misprints and typos in music. Um, that's a whole other topic, but I can't tell you how many times we have to fix things in rehearsal that publishers should have fixed and, and mistakes that get reprinted for hundreds of years, which I don't understand. But anyway, um, the suite that we're doing was done in 2006. So uh, an, another person said, I'm going to edit this suite. I'm going to clean it up. I'm going to fix the mistakes. And then he, is Carl Simpson, is the one who put the did the nine movements. Um, of the suite. So we basically added a couple of the popular dances that were not in the six movement suite that were maybe in the eight, just kind of put them all together. Um, I think it's a great collection, number one. I think, it's, I think it flows really quite nicely. Um, you get all the great tunes that everybody loves, and it's done in a really, really uh, fun way. Now, as a side note, um, 
Mr. Simpson um, did a very, very, very fine job. Didn't get them all. He did not get them all. <laughs> I we, was at rehearsal. <laughs> we, found, we found at least three, um, not necessarily wrong notes, but things that were left out that should have been in parts, like when the cello stopped pitzing and first and second endings and things like that. So I guess maybe the moral of that story is that process is never done. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, there's, a lot, there's a lot to do when you're There when you're is, and kind of technology makes it a lot easier now than it was, which is why when we talk about pieces from the past and, and, and um, misprints are are reprinted over and over again it's because it wasn't done on a computer it wasn't you know nobody is thought to be like well i'm going to reset beethoven 7 on finale just for fun there's no mo- there's no financial motivation to do that and so right there's there you go um so um that's going to be the first part of the program then we'll have intermission and then so it, it, it worked out really nicely um we made the big announcement question well um uh... I remember you vaguely. Uh, I'm going to ask this question in a secretive way in case there's a no. Okay. But you. No, no. Next okay. concert. Never mind. All right. <laughs> Move on. Okay. So. Um, well, we'll just tease it. I was asked. The reason I was asking yes. is because Jim and I were talking about a concert. We were going to have actually dancers. dancers. And I knew this was a ballet, so I didn't know if this was the one. That's going to be for concert five. So just right. keep But that logic would tell you it should well, be this right. one. <laughs> but that's, it's not. It's not. It'll be. It'll um, be the next one, and it it'll all be, makes sense. Yes. There too. It'll be at the Disney um, one, and yep. it will all make sense. But. So originally when we planned the season, for those who just listened to the last podcast, um, our plan was, our hope was to have the young artist soloist on this program. Um, but, you know, it just takes time to get stuff done. And so it, we, we weren't able to make that happen. So we're really pleased with how everything's come to pass. But I had a slot open on this concert that I could have put any piece of music in, but I thought, well, I'd like to do a soloist. And um, Ho Anthony Ahn, a retired cellist from the Kansas City Symphony, a friend of mine, um, I, I realized we had a heavy program. Um, Brahms and Tchaikovsky. So I'm like, we need, we need something a little lighter. And so I sent him a note and I said, hey, I've got this slot open. I'd love to have you come solo with us. Are you interested? I mean, and he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And I'm like, I'm like, we need something a little lighter. How about a little Haydn? And he's like, great. Um, so I know it's these people that are so hard to work with. It's, right. <laughs> um, and so we're going to do the, yeah, the Haydn C major um, cello concerto, which is um, a pretty well-known work. You can't get much more peppy than C major. That's correct. Um, you know, it's classical period symphony. It's actually, it's early. Kind of, le- there's some Baroque tendencies in it. Um, you know, uh, Haydn worked for Esterhazy, the Esterhazy family, for 30 years. Um, this concerto was actually lost for a while. It didn't really reemerge until the 20th century. Um, uh, but they're pretty sure it was written for the, so the cellist of the Esterhazy Orchestra. Um, it's uh, it's nice to be able to do the whole thing. A lot of people know the first movement, but we're doing the whole thing. And it's it's, you know, I love I love Haydn for so many reasons. We'll do we're talking about uh, well we should do a Haydn day at one at one point. But um, Haydn, I love Haydn because he has a great work ethic. He has a great sense of humor. Um, but this is just delightful and charming music. And and not only is it going to show off the great uh, virtuosity of our soloist, um, but it also really ser- works really well in the program and, and does what I, what it needs to do. So I think you guys are in. I mean, I think the Tchaikovsky is going to be great. I think this is going to be a real treat. We'll pare the orchestra down, you know. Then we'll come back and end with uh, the Tragic Overture by <laughs> Johannes Brahms. Uh, this is one of my all-time favorite overtures. Um, the last time I did it with Northland was 98, 99, somewhere in there. So it's been a while. Yeah. And I love it for a lot of reasons. You know, Brahms is, Brahms is tough in many ways. And um, this work presents its, it, its challenges. Um, thickly textured, um, a lot of rhythmic manipulation that's kind of, you know, implied by the way he notates things. But, you know, tragic, tragic overture. Um, Brahms was not really 
he didn't care really much. He was very indifferent about the name. He said it could be tragic overture. It could be uh, dramatic overture. But what you get with Brahms here, he wrote this. Um, Just not happy times. Overture. Right, not happy times overture. Um, Brahms, like many of us, find it hard to be creative during the, the, the business cycle. So mm-hmm. we will take our retreat in the summer right. when we then do our creative endeavor. So Brahms was a working musician. And so he did this very often. In the summer, he'd go off to compose. And so in 1880, he went and composed, and it was a, he uh, went to, you know, a rural setting, and it was like the worst summer. Like, it <laughs> rained, and it was cold, and it was like, not at all. And, right. and so he wrote two concert overtures. So, you know, when we generally think of overtures, we generally think of them coming before opera or oratorio. This is a standalone work. It doesn't belong to anything else. It is just a concert right. overture. that way, too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and it's and for Brahms, he was kind of a traditional at the time. Traditionalist at the time, everybody was writing programmatic music. He's writing absolute music. So when I say absolute music, there's no story to this overture. There's nothing like the you know um, Grand Canyon Suite or anything like that. Um, and it's interesting because when we think about when you think about this overture, you have to think about the Academic Festival overture, which he also wrote that summer. And there's the whole history of that, but basically it involves an honorary doctorate that he got, and he wrote this, and it's got, like, little folk songs, and it was kind of a very, it's a very funny piece of music, and he builds in these inside jokes, and then he writes this one, which is the opposite. But what it, what it, this could be the first movement of a symphony. That's, that's how it's like. It's about 10 minutes, maybe 15, uh, but it's got that gravitas to it. It's not necessarily, you know, it's not, it's not, I don't, when I don't hear it as, tragic or sad by any means. Uh, I think dramatic may be a better descriptor for it. Um, and there's certainly, I think, an element of, of victory um, in it. Uh, maybe, you know, a victory of a, of a uh, equally matched opponent, somebody you have a great respect for. Um, but it's, it's, uh, it's a great overture and uh, one I love. So we'll add, we'll end the concert with that. Um, not so tragic, tragic overture. So and that's what I got. Excellent. Well, um, I've just been in rehearsal for Swan Lake, which already sounds great. Yeah. And so I'm sure I'm no doubt about the Hyde and I'm sure tragic, tragically great, too. And I'm excited I get to just listen in the second half. I should also mention a couple things with Swan Lake. If you like harp, that's lots true. of harp. Oh and there is a movement that is just solo violin. A good chunk of it is solo violin and harp. And um, in the first rehearsal, it was already pretty spectacular, so it's just going to be even greater. So, yep. a lot of variety in the suite, which I think um, uh, people will like. And you know, the suite's got you know the Hungarian dance, and you know you could, you know, very much like what he did with Nutcracker. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just, you know, you, but you have a lot of variety yeah. um, and a lot of fun. So, come out and and enjoy the show. Excellent. Well, in case you're not listening on your way, way out on Sunday, right. it's April fifteenth, Staley High School, three o'clock, three p.m. Should last. 90 minutes yeah. with an intermission. Yeah, Swan Lake Suite's probably going to be about 30 intermission. The cello concerto about 20, another 10 for the... Yeah. yeah. So uh, hope to see you all out there. Thank you again to our concert sponsors, Richard and Shay Henderson. As always, please be sure to subscribe and rate us. Sign up for our mailing lists at northlandsymphony.org. And uh, we will see you at Staley High School. <laughs>